Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films Theater with your hosts, Matthew Alu and Ethan R. Hill. How's that? That was good. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic. What's going on, my fellow movie fans? Welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films. This is episode 32, part too. I'm your host this week, Matthew Alu, but I'm not alone. With me as always is Jesse Prosser. How's it going, everybody? Ethan thinks he's so damn funny right now. He is killing himself on t- You know what, Jesse? You know what? <laughs> You're only here every once in a while, man. Learn your cues, damn it. <laughs> right, man. See, I really wanted I wanted him to say my name. I wanted him to say he was oh, Ethan. See, that would have made way more sense. You ruined yeah. it, Jesse. Oh, I know, I pointed at it, I tried to kill him. Jesse, you ruined it. I screwed up, I screwed up, guys, I'm so sorry. I, I can't believe you didn't read my mind. Tell like, The joke was far too elaborate to assume <laughs> with I would me, With me, as always, I'd is because you brought some like, well, that's just not true. <laughs> that, well, that's... Oh, so that's he's a lie, always, you lied to me. He's always with us with me, in our hearts. With me, on, I mean, with me for the fourth time ever is... <laughs> <laughs> you being in my heart is that why my cholesterol actually, is so you hard? Know, it may, uh, I mean, to be, to be fair, he does fair, edit them. To be fair, you I edit do them, edit the so podcast, so I am with you in spirit. <laughs> no, we're with you in spirit. We're the disembodied voices you listen to. <laughs> oh right, I forgot. We're with you when you sleep. We're. Oh my god. He just it wakes up in a cold sweat every night being like, hello, this so is a piece of film. After your experience with rent and you've had to listen to our voices for a year, that must be just traumatizing as hell. Uh, I mean, he's going to listen to mine either way. So, yeah. like, really, it's nothing new. Just as long as you guys never decide to turn this into a musical podcast, I'm sure mm. we'll be fine. <laughs> How are we going to record this episode? Uh, we're starting a <laughs> podcasting in Santa Fe. I mean, we really do it from anywhere, but Santa Fe seems nice. <laughs> Sunny Santa Fe. It does. Let's nice. let's sing through our favorite movies of the oh, year. Well, that's actually what we talked about last week. This week it's comfort films, though. This week we're talking about comfort films. Last week we talked about 2005, our favorite films there. So if you missed that, go back and check it out. It's probably like a 12-hour podcast. We we had a lot of laughs and. A lot of conversations and a lot of thrown shade, but it was a good time. We had a fun time, man. A lot like, of tears. Yeah, I think Prosser cried a bit. Mm. I might have cried once or twice. Ethan's a heartless old bag, so... You, you know, know it. No tears there. <laughs> no tears there. All true. But... <laughs> heartless old bag. Look, Matt, is it, it's not my fault that you've never felt like a paper bag good. blowing through the wind. You're oh killing me, man. God. You're killing me. No tears. No tears for you. But today, we're talking about our films that uh, make us comforted when we're having a rough time, when we're down, when we're struggling, you just need a break from the world. These are the films you go to when you have a nice big, like it's three in the morning, mm-hmm. you get a big old bowl of cereal or something, you're eating that, or you go grab some McDonald's. These are the movies you watch. And while they may feel enjoyable at first, maybe sometimes you're ashamed afterwards that you watched them. Maybe they're guilty pleasures. Maybe you just are having a great time. He's the way you describe that. It's very <laughs> much <laughs> what are you talking about. It's like you know what kind of film. Oh, I, maybe I, maybe I, you feel you you feel great when you're watching, but I, afterwards, just that wash of know. guilt. I don't know how you feel. Like, I, like in my experience, I don't usually bring a bowl of cereal when I'm gonna go watch porn, though. Like 
Well, it depends on, I guess, the genre, really. I guess so. <laughs> what are you doing to those Fruit Loops? Oh. They're R-rated. Oh, X-rated, I guess. <laughs> Follow your nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're killing me, dude. <laughs> you're killing Always me. Always after her lucky charms. you bring cereals for those. It makes it for... It may, the chase it makes the whole stopped. situation infinitely more interesting. <laughs> But we also we also agree that the cereal should not be dry. No problem. <laughs> well, this is a podcast featuring a bunch of fourteen year olds. We're like, oh, boobies. Um, uh, <laughs> we mark oh this as clean, gosh. guys. You're, wel- <laughs> you're welcome. Anyway. <laughs> These are our comfort films, and we're just gonna be talking about comfort films in general. And I got a couple questions for these guys. Maybe they have a couple questions, maybe a couple answers. I'm sure we'll laugh some more, maybe cry a bit. Oh, I have Except so Ethan, many questions. He won't be crying. He's a heartless old man. The highest rated, the heart, the high <laughs> the highest rated <laughs> films will be R. Yep. The highest rated films will be R. Mm-hmm. We are not going to discuss other things that Matt may enjoy. Yes. <sighs> it's tough being married sometimes. That's all I'm saying. You're filthy, filthy, man. It's, t- it's tough being pervert. married. Sometimes I just got to bring my cereal and watch them. Comfort films. <laughs> <laughs> I need to return some tapes. Right, oh, man. Wait, was he talking about porn oh, in there? Man. He might have been. Actually, like, funny... <sighs> Funny Patrick story. Masturbating. I used to, like, <laughs> used to live with my one buddy, and he literally had like this like tub of like burnt porn videos, and I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it was crazy. Why? Like he actually had like a tubs of like films. Like he was huge into movies and like physical media. Yeah, like not not but, like, shelves of films. yeah, but like, like but here's the thing. But here's because we like we, well, <laughs> yeah, we, we were rolling like you guys at the time, right? Like we were just like to uh like you know no girlfriends anything just like it was like me and like two me and wow what the drive-by <laughs> man oh, wow what a jackass <laughs> oh like, look guys i'm time. happily no married and have two kids totally just ha- living with another dude <laughs> uh, i was back, sad and alone back, once back just a, like you back when i was a sad piece of shit like you films you know what i'm saying <laughs> Back, back when I all I had was my cereal and my porn. It's like, <laughs> all I could afford. <laughs> I have pirated one of those things. I will let you know I have toast with mine. I can afford bread. I toast to perfection. Oh my god. Oh man. god. But no. It's been, but uh, no. I'm just really excited to be on the last Wait. episode of A Feast of Films. <laughs> You'll have fooled the <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, like my my question too, more is like going house to house or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we were just bachelor. It was a great time. Yeah. So it's like we didn't like. Why would you install a shitload of shelves for your movies when you're probably gonna leave in a year or six months or whatever, right? So it was like <laughs> just, just like, these big, like why not? Just full of movies, and there was one bin that was like burnt DVDs, and I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> but like it, it ended up being a decent he, service. Like though, the internet right? was around. But the internet was around. Was, <laughs> the internet know, access to that. Like, he didn't need old, that. Old shit. It was like old school, man. It was funny. 
Good lord. <laughs> you guys brought it up. I think Prosser started. Who started this? No, Who no, you started you, uh, you did. Because you're like, I was talking about you specifically mentioned films that you might enjoy while you watch. <laughs> you might you might enjoy watching, but then you feel guilty. Your exact wording was you <laughs> felt guilty, guilty after watching it. <laughs> and like, there has never been a motion picture. Pleasures that are not poor. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's true. I've like honestly, the term "guilty pleasure" is such a weird oh, thing because, man. like, I can genuinely say I've never felt guilty for liking things. I felt maybe embarrassed, but I've never felt like guilty. I've never been like, "Oh, I shouldn't like this." Like, no, like I've never had that. I've never associated guilt yeah, with it, that. It's just a turn of phrase. Like, like that, that's oh, the I, I know it, it is. It's just a, it's a it's, weird. My favorite quote about it actually comes from Dave Grohl, where bluntly he's like, you should never feel guilty about anything yeah. that you like. Like what you like, love what you love. Well. <sighs> well, I mean, if it's illegal, then you shouldn't be liking it. Yeah, exactly. Just, let's, let's Don't be... you try and bring up that. Don't you... <sighs> Don't you try and be like, oh, well, if it's illegal, should you like it? No, obviously not, because it's illegal and you probably should get help. And Stop it. it. Stop it. Get help. Just stop. <laughs> get help. <laughs> <laughs> get help <laughs> like oh listen God. stop get help but so anyway this, on this to podcast films, evolved yeah. very quickly <laughs> <laughs> maybe this will be someone's comfort podcast they'll listen to this and be like ah oh, these guys make me feel safe They're it's probably bored. like these guys are super huge creeps but like it's okay because we're all humans hey <laughs> we aren't creeps Look, just because we're sad single guys and you doesn't mean that we're creeps. <laughs> Two sad single guys and you. I pour milk into my bowl of cereal one oh. leg at a time. Jesus Christ. Before or after the cereal? Uh, I guess. Whatever you're... Like, the answer should be after always. Anyway. Yeah. No, no. When it comes to cereal, it's always cereal oh, yes, first, then milk. Yeah. It's I never milk first than cereal. cereal. That was very... Welcome to a feast of cereal where we discuss. Anyway, <laughs> is that your guilty pleasure is putting cereal into milk, you fiends? Ooh, I'm gonna be so <laughs> naughty today. <laughs> Breaking all the rules. Oh. What are you gonna do next? Put some toast on jam? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Put some jam on a plate. <laughs> 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 Slap the toast down. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I'm breaking all the rules. <laughs> like, we're getting into the early hours in the morning, guys, and we're recording this, so clearly I think we've just hit that stage where we're overtired, and it's just gone <laughs> ridiculous. I apologize. Wait for my next suggestion. Bear with us. <laughs> Uh, My next suggestion is putting glass in orange juice, and don't do it. No, don't, no, don't do that. Do that. Te te technical we, difficulties. Man. I'd like a nice orange juice of glass. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry Anywho. for the experiencing. We're uh, experiencing uh, technical difficulties. Uh, Matt, stop! Matt, stop goofing <laughs> yeah. off! Come on, well, get yeah, this. come on, Matt. We're here to talk about films and be serious. Saps. <laughs> there he goes again talking about how sad we are <laughs> oh man i'll have you know i'm only marginally depressed okay so for anyway. you guys get him right, back well, on well, track well. to comfort films and we'll keep it you know yeah. at least r-rated nothing over top so you know we're talking about normal film here normal film yes softcore only yeah, yeah there you go there you go um 
What is like? So my question for you guys, like, what do you consider a comfort film? Like, what criteria does it have to meet? Or like, what are you? um, Is there like a list of like things like it has to have or has to be? Uh, What is like your go-to when it comes to comfort films? As far as like, what are they to you? I think I think it comes down to mood is a Mm -hmm. huge thing because there it depends on like what emotion do you need to feel to feel comforted? Do you need to cry? Do you need to feel rage? Do you need to feel like, do you need to have a release for that rage? Do you need to laugh? And there's a lot of different moods for that. Sometimes it's just escapism. Sometimes it's just that distraction pulling you out of reality, right? Like it's kind of comes down to it. So I think entertainment at the end of the day is like the main thing that you need for a comfort film. Like it's, something that is going to distract overall. Mm-hmm. And like the feelings I think are important, but I think you can have different, like I've had comedies make yeah, me fair cry. Enough. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've had, I've had very serious yeah. films make me laugh. Like it's mm-hmm. like, I think um, there's, there's a couple different like kind of components to this. The, the, the comfort aspect, I would say like, I think, to a certain degree, like nostalgia definitely plays a role. Yeah, I think that's a like, big yeah. Yeah. Something like especially if it's like a movie like you grew up watching and like part of that could be very comforting watching something that's kind of either part of your childhood well, or what have you. Familiarity in general, I think. Yeah. Like that's I wanna say like, there's actually like a study out there that shows that's why people watch the same shows all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, is yeah, because like for me, like uh, some of the best, like, some of my favorite movies are ones that I'm able to watch over and over and over again well, and, like, and still enjoy. Apparently, from what I gather, like, the three of us revisit films oh, yeah. quite a lot, right? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. if I see them, <clears throat> apparently Sorry, if I see them that... on, like, Netflix or something or, like, an app and I'm like, damn, I haven't watched this movie forever. And it's, like, a favorite one. Like, yeah, I'll go back and watch it 100%. Like, is there huh. even movies, or there's even movies where you, like, watch once a month or, like, a couple times every few months or something like that, like multiple times in a uh, year, right? Probably not recently. Like, there was a point where that's what I would do for sure. Um, I wouldn't say recently, though. Yeah. It's like... So we still do. Like, there are movies that we'll specifically revisit throughout the year. Mm. And apparently people don't do that. Yeah, a lot of people, they'll watch a movie once and then just kind of they move on with their lives. And then... Which, like, is a perfectly reasonable thing to do, of course, but, like... But that's weird to it me. Does, it does blow my mind. It's, like... Like, like if, there are people with I, favorite movies that they've only seen once, and it's, like... How is that your favorite film? Like, and, and to me, it's it, sometimes it yeah. comes down to accessibility, too, right? Like, how... how could, like, if, if you yeah. own it, then easy. You can watch it, right? But if you need mm-hmm. it to be on some kind of platform yeah. to find it or something, or, like, it makes it a little bit trickier. Um, But, like, no, there are definitely films where it's, like... I probably don't watch them like annually every year, but it's like, I watch them more often probably like things that I really enjoy. I really enjoy going back to like star Wars. I probably, I probably do watch star Wars every year. Like I probably at least go through the original trilogy, Mm -hmm. maybe the prequels and the sequels. I'm just going to ignore from this point on for the most part. Right. Like that's just my own personal way, how I want to watch those films and like taking those stories. But those are things I think I watch every year. Um, like, I know there's different Marvel ones that I probably watch once a year. Like, some of my favorite films that I'll probably, like, at least crack on probably once a year. Um, but, mm. like, but then The Quiet Place, like, an example. Like, when I was watching that for the first time on Netflix, I probably watched that thing, like, that sucker. Like, I probably watched that movie, like, six times in, like, a week. 
Because it was like, again, really, like the movie wasn't super long. It was really tight. So you could watch it, but then still go enjoy your day. Like it wasn't an Avengers, like three hour freaking marathon where it's like you watch it. And it's like, well, there goes yeah. my evening. Like you could watch it and still go on with the rest of your day. So like it was one that I when it was on Netflix, I was coming back to that honestly, like quite often because I really enjoyed it. And it was not super yeah. long. Well, and I think that's that's actually another part I would say too. Like, generally, a good like comfort movie is probably no more than like an hour and forty to like an hour fifty. Like, they're not like I wouldn't say they're super long movies. I don't generally know. Speaking. Like, they can be, but like to me, like having a nice tight experience, like somewhere like in the, like the ninety minute to like hour fifty range, to me, it's like. It's a nice solid chunk of time that I can like watch something and then like maybe watch something else or move on to something else. You know, I think I think I, I disagree with that because I think it comes down to what you are. Again, it comes down to mood. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, that mood and convenience of an hour and a half filmed to just under two hours is great. <laughs> but I've watched two three hour movies for I mean, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's almost four hours. I've watched that for like comfort. Like, that's true. Mm-hmm godfather that kind of stuff like it's like very much like i i and i've used multiple movies that you wouldn't think as comfort films as comfort but i think it comes down to that familiarity and it Mm. what you want to feel at the time yeah no i hear that um let's see here um for me like that's funny like i thought you guys would have like more criteria because i kind of have like my own personal like criteria that I go through, like when I'm feeling like bummed out or something, I'm like, man, I just need to go watch a comfort movie. There are specifically a couple, a couple things that I'm going to look for and like trying to fill in. Like if there's something nostalgia though, that I find along the way and I just want to watch that instead, like I'll just dump whatever and just, you know, you watch what you feel at the end of the day, I think. Um, but for me, like one of the important things, mm-hmm. like, there's three kind of things that I like try to look for is like one, can I turn off my brain? Like I don't want something super heavy, because usually I'm trying to just escape. Mm-hmm. I don't care if the movie's dumb. Like, is the plot simple enough that I can just turn off my brain, not think too hard about it, and just get in there and enjoy the ride? You know what I mean? Like, for me, that's part of, like, the comfort thing. Because usually I'm trying to, like, escape myself half the time. Like, it's, like, my own thoughts and your own, like, doubts and your anxieties and your depressions or whatever, right? Like, oftentimes I'm just trying to block myself out. So the ability to turn off my brain is, like, really important when it comes to like comfort films um second for me it's got to have either lots of comedy action or heart or all three ideally um not often like you don't always find all three but like at least one of them like if it's a super big like funny comedy like yes you know it's not gonna be super crazy or complex if it's got like a ton of action like the crank Mm -hmm. films or like transporter like those are perfect examples yeah Oh, the storm's here. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, I thought something happened to your house. I'm like, well, I just saw a flash, and I was like, oh, shit. And I was, like, looking around for oh, something. Oh, very. I saw this, like, quick flash. And then I heard the bang. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> well, hopefully we don't um, lose Matt. <laughs> yeah, that was really loud. That was crazy. It's... Um. <laughs> that's what she what said? What was I saying again? Oh, yeah, comedy, action, heart. So, uh, you know. Those types of things, like action, obviously you can just turn your brain off, have a good time, and heart is just feel-good films, right? Um, but also I like to find, the third one's kind of like actors I enjoy watching. 
Like if there's an if there's a performer mm-hmm. in there that I just personally can't stand, like I just won't like. That's not comfort to me. Like if I can't stand you, it's like why would I want to watch your film? So it's like it, it like if there's like a certain actor, no, yeah, exactly. like I just really enjoy their performances and what they do. It's like yeah, I'm gonna watch that over someone I dislike. So like that's kind of to me the criteria yeah. that I no, use that for myself. Sense. Like. Then again, if you get some find some that's like old nostalgia based or something or whatever, like it's just how you feel at the time at the end of the day, right? Like I have my criteria, but I ditch it a lot. <laughs> it's not even a good criteria, I guess, but as far as criteria goes, mm. oh, well, that's sure. where I think, and that's where I think, like the escapism is a huge part. I, I agree with that one because I'm not going to watch yeah. a new movie for yeah. comfort. And, and half the time familiarity and maybe it's not necessarily turning my brain off but like if it's watching a film that I love one of my favorite things that actually does bring me comfort because well again trying to get in the film industry it just it's a whole thing but like when I watch a film that I'm familiar with and I notice something oh, yeah. new that brings me comfort because it just it makes like, me appreciate huh. the detail that goes yeah. into making these things well it's like there like there are movies that both me and you have watched countless times for like almost 20 years and mm. we're still finding new stuff in mm-hmm. and that's crazy i love that i it just that that makes me feel good like so i think i think at the end of the day i think we all agree that criteria or none it's familiarity is the biggest yeah, thing 100 percent, something that you just that you have enjoyed in the well, past yeah, like, like you know you're gonna enjoy that you can turn right? your brain off to like, that you can you know i'm going to you know what you're getting yeah. into when you're going into the film 100 percent. you don't go into something new but like oh hope this works <laughs> like well it's, unless mm. like but again as again, like as though, depressing like, as it can sometimes work with like comedies like if you or you've heard reviews that's really funny or again if there's like because comedies again they don't have to have they never have like usually overly strong narratives sometimes like sometimes they can be hit and miss but like if it's mm-hmm. gonna make me laugh and it's an actor that like actor or actress that i'm like oh no i'm sure they're gonna make me laugh at some point um then i'll try out like a new movie if it's like a comedy if it's supposed to be like an action or a drama or i'm looking for the heart it's got to be something i know but comedy i find there's a bit of flexibility there see and like i i for me i disagree because like if i choose between a comedy i haven't seen or like dear zachary which we've talked about how much that film like destroys me i would get more comfort from dear zachary than i would from a new Hmm. comedy because I know how that film is gonna make me feel. I know that. Well, I know what that film is gonna get me to express mm-hmm. and to go through. The comedy that I haven't seen, I might think it might make me laugh, but what if it doesn't? What if it doesn't make me feel a thing? Or what if it brings up something that definitely I didn't want to think about? Like guys, it's actually actually ha- I watched Sex Drive right after a breakup. <laughs> and the lead drive. actor, yeah. You guys know the movie Sex Drive, right? Of course I do. Yeah. The lead actress looked like the ex who just dumped me. And I was like, oh, this is a new comedy. I'm going to like it. It's going to be fun. And like, no, it did not make me feel good because it just made me think of the ex that just dumped me for an hour and a half because I didn't. I had it on DVD. I didn't think to turn it off. Just going to power through, right? Just going to finish this movie. I started. Okay, so fair enough. You had your own personal experience. And I haven't been able to revisit it. Um, For me, like, it's been something Mm -hmm. that works out at least pretty well for me. Like, I gotta be pretty certain on it, though. Like, pretty sure. And that's... And that's where, for me, it's like, again, I'll, I'll take the... I'll take the film that I'll, I know will make me feel terrible 
but through that terribleness will make me feel comfort. You know, like it's because again, it's it's a, an emotional sure. release. I get you. Yeah, I can dig that. I can accept that you accept that. Because sometimes all you all you need is a good cry. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. I know Matt doesn't like to feel emotions. What? Me and Pazza were the only ones crying last episode, I'm pretty sure. Ethan was just ragging on us. About what? I don't remember. What were you guys crying about? <laughs> emotions? Yeah, that's what I thought. Emotions. <laughs> Look, I don't cry all the time, but when I do, it I actually don't cry means all the time, something. But when I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking Dos Equis. Dos Equis? I'm drinking. All beer is terrible. Why do I do this to myself? I'm actually a celiac. I don't know why I do this to myself. (laughs) 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 Oh, no, I feel bloated and will possibly die. (laughs) At least I feel something. (laughs) 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 At least I feel something. Oh, to only be so dead inside, to poison myself, to actually feel an emotion. <laughs> to actually feel... One day. Yep. Oh. One day I'll become so jaded that oh. that's... Oh, what comfort it brings me. So for you guys, like, what um, is... Like, do you have any, like, films that you would say, like, these are my comfort films? This is something I'm going to go back to mm-hmm. again and again and again kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Several. Like... There are, like, one that comes to my brain, like, immediately when talking about this conversation, it would probably be the movie Commando, honestly. <laughs> Such a dumb movie. But, like... But, like, I get it. I 100% get it. Because, like, your here's the off, thing. Man. Sometimes... Action. Sometimes... It's... Sometimes you want a really nice dinner... At a steakhouse with, like, a really good salad. Didn't you use this analogy the last time you were on, too? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I've said it a number of times recently, but, like, sometimes you want a really nice steak dinner, and sometimes you just want the greasiest burger you can from your favorite burger joint. And and Commando, to me, is just the fattest, oiliest, most delicious burger that you could possibly have. Like... I made him so mad the first time he showed me it. Because, like, it is a very, like... It's very every, predictable, every... so I started calling every beat that was going to happen in the story. And he just got mad at me. He well, just got mad. He's like, shut just up and just watch, watch it, the man. movie. Because, like, it is, a, it is one of the most, like, it is, like, the action... It is the most action movie of all action movies. And so many cliches came from that film... So, like, when you watch it now, it's like, oh, my God, like, literally so many other movies have done this plot that or a variation on this plot or f- hit these beats. Because literally, like, Taken is like a classier version of Commando, essentially. Because, <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Yep. Straight up, like, dude's daughter gets taken and he has to track her down. Like, that's that's essentially what they do in Commando. Remember like, how I said kill you last? I lied. Well, it's got it's got the one-liners. It it's got absolutely hilarious dialogue, some solid fun action sequences. Um, it has there are so many like continuity mistakes and like 
places where you could actually like see like there's one point where like he throws a grenade and like these two guys jump in the air and you could actually see like the pads oh they were on to jump into the air. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Um, so like that that move like, it's a classic. That's the oh, weird part. It's viewed it, as a classic. It, it is it is an action classic because it's just it is it is ridiculous, but that is a movie I can watch like I can watch that movie so many times. You know you know what the best part about this is? I could simplify his answer and just be like you know what, for his comfort movie, he just needs to watch, like, the montage of Arnold's one-liners, and he just watches all, like... I mean... <laughs> basically, him watching that is him watching all of Arnold's movies at once. It's and showtime. And he would just love it. it like, like, Frank, we played it. I mean, the thing is, we, we've played it in the house several times, and beat for beat, line for line, he knows exactly what the next one is <laughs> coming watched, up, and it's like... I've watched that video so many times. It's one of the funniest things in the world, because it's just like, okay, let's go. It's just pure gold. Like, like on that note, I would also throw, like, just... I would throw... Most pro- action, or most uh, Arnold films in there? Like, I'd throw Total Recall... Like, specifically Total Recall and uh, hmm. uh, Predator, probably, I would yeah. throw in there as well. Because, like, those are movies I could just... I could watch those on loop. Like, those three movies, I could watch them on a loop, and I would just be, like, a happy camper I all day. I feel like you're forgetting one. Uh, probably the first Terminator I would throw in there as well. See, I always thought T2 would be more. Or does that make you feel too much? Like, Terminator 2 is, like, absolute... Like, T2 is, like, almost a perfect movie. But I'm like, really glad I've beaten the perfect movie out of... He used, like, to say perf- he used to say T2 is a perfect movie. It's and, a perfect action movie. And we, we, like, we, we all beat that out of him. To be like, no, no, there's mistakes. It's almost perfect. Yeah, it's a perfect action movie. Like, not necessarily a perfect movie. But... Uh, unlike Emperor's New Groove. But like, uh, but the first Terminator—that's actually like, I—I <laughs> I don't know if I've ever like, I don't believe I've shared this. I know I've shared this story with you, but yes. like, when I was about like eight, oh, like I was probably the closer to like ten or eleven, something like that. So and like, eight or nine. I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' place, like just chilling out there because like my my mom and my dad would have to go to the city, something like that. So like, end up hanging out a lot at my grandparents' place, and. At one point, my, I think it was my grandfather, was like, hey, you like that Arnold Schwarzenegger guy, right? Because, like, I'd seen Batman and Robin at this point, and, like, some of the more comedy ones. He's like, we should watch this oh, movie, you Jesus. like robots, and it was the Terminator. <laughs> like, the first Terminator, and he pops in the VHS of the first Terminator, and it just blew my what mind. I, I was watching? like, oh my god. Explains so much about him. <laughs> This is this this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> the robots <laughs> killing people, <laughs> and of course it's like I'm used to like you know kind of funny Arnold yeah. at this point, like the one liners everything. Oh, in that yeah. movie, he's yeah. like, like dead serious, people. like yeah. cold blooded killer, and like literally like you could boil down a lot of like who I am as a human being to the fact that I watched Terminator way With too young grandpa. as a human being, but like yeah. But like it's a it's a memory I cherish. Like I, I vividly remember the first time I watched Terminator on this like old ass television yeah, with like yeah. the scan lines and everything, like in their living room. And like it's just it's just a really nice memory. And that's a movie like I can just I can watch that movie all the time. Like so I guess like oddly enough like my I guess you could say my comfort place is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it really is though because like because like even knowing you like it it's. I never see you go to Stallone films for comfort. 
Uh, like, like, uh, like Demolition Man would be one that I would kind of throw into that ring as well, because like that movie's just like it's just entertainment gold. Um, well, that one you tied to your mom too, because your mom showed you yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom was like, "Hey, you should watch Demolition Man." When I was like thirteen. <laughs> And she also got me a VHS of The Crow when I was, like, 14 as well. Just, like, showed me all these, like, random R-rated movies. And, yeah, now you're you're starting to paint a Dude, picture. Dude, I'm pretty now. sure Man I watched Demolition Man when I was, like, 10 or 11. It's... <laughs> like... Right? I was in college. Oh, no, I, that yeah. was, that's, like, one of no, my childhood, no, like... like that... One of my, like, favorite films from, like, being a kid. Oh, yeah, like, it's just... It just it's just a fun movie, and like you could pop that v- like you could pop yeah. that movie in right now, and it's like, oh, like it's just it's just a fun time. So, yeah, no, like I would say there's a lot of those movies that like, like again, like kind of fall into that like action or like comedy stuff like that. Like, definitely those are the kind of movies I just enjoy watching when like I'm not like if if I'm having like a bad day or just like I'm feeling blah or stuff like that, or even right. I just need something in the background to like distract my brain it's just good to have mm-hmm. just to throw on and have a good time so how about yourself ethan what do you think why do i have to go next why, well, why that's is it, just why why is it always me <laughs> darn it um warriors is a big one for me Ooh, yeah um, i'd go with that back to the future is a big one mm-hmm. star wars um anything mm-hmm. by mel brooks a lot of stuff, I'll, like, I'll just throw on his stuff just because I know it makes me laugh. I know it makes me think. Um, <sighs> Fooey. Disney. A lot of Disney films are also really good uh, comfort movies. Really easy to unpack. But again, it kind of depends because like, if, if there's a movie that I know is going to make me cry and I need to cry, then yeah, I'll watch Dear Zachary. Right? Like if it's... Mm-hmm. If I just need to watch something that has a lot of splatter, right? I'll, I'll put on any number of horror films. Like American yeah. Werewolf in London, I watch multiple times. The Exorcist, I watch multiple yeah. times. It's actually funny. Like, my Crisis of Faith movie is The Exorcist, and, like, no one understands that. No but, one gets it. But and it's, I'm like, well, it's kind of like a perfect whole, movie for like that. Really? Journey? In my, yeah, yes, in 100%. my opinion. But a lot of people are like, oh, no, it's just a old horror movie that doesn't have any merit to do with faith. And I'm like, no, it's about, like, it's literally about this priest who loses his faith, or is losing his faith, and in the end kind of has to regain it and overcome this dark entity with his humanity to, like, sacrifice himself. Like, it's, ah, like, I just love it. Like, um... Gosh, there's gotta be more. Like, what movie do I watch the most with you um, around? Because I'm I'm very much constantly always looking for new movies. Yeah, but there are ones I revisit. I'm just trying to think of them. Oh, uh, like, would you say some of the older Universal monster movies would fall into that category as well? Yeah, I enjoy those. Like, I don't know if I'd say they're comfort though. Hmm. Um, Untouchables. Untouchables Ooh, is a really just yeah. good, solid story. Uh- it's probably yeah. Um, uh, that's another movie I yeah. love quoting. It's a great one. Gosh, he brings a knife. You bring a gun. You put one of his boys in the hospital. <laughs> or he put you one of your he, boys in the hospital. You put, put one, one of his in the morgue. That's so good. <laughs> the Sting is another really good one. Like it's a lot of ones that just like Clue. Holy crap! I can't believe oh, I forgot about Clue. There you go. I have not seen Clue. Have you ever seen Clue? Dude. Clue is one of the 
funniest murder mystery movies in the world. And yeah. it's based off the board game. Yep, straight up. And it's just, it's a comedy and it's super well done. Tim Curry is in it. Mm. Um, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Tim Curry, Christopher uh, Lloyd, Madeline Kahn. Susan Con. Sarandon. Yep, Madeline Kahn. Yeah, like it's got no, a... No, Susan Sarandon isn't. I thought Susan Sarandon... She looks like her, but it's not her. Oh, okay. I thought it was Susan Sarandon. No. Oh, fair enough. But like, no, it's it's just a really good, good, fun comedy slash murder mystery. And it has three alternate endings. Oh, yeah. Um, One of the earliest cases of like... Because they had three different endings, and depending on what theater you saw the movie in, you might have gotten a different ending than someone else. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so on the Blu-ray, you have an option to watch it with a random alternate ending, or you can right. watch it with all three endings. Interesting. It's so good. Yeah, like it, it's it's a fun one. Like, it's it's worth watching, for sure. Um, Tuckerndale vs. Evil is also another one that I really, really enjoy watching. Mm. Goodness. This is with this this is a very interesting like, like just the dynamic that's getting set up here even between like the three of us and what we're more prone to going back to when we're looking for that kind of comfort film when we're looking for something we know that we're comfortable that we enjoy uh is just very funny cuz Prosser you're very much yeah. like action. You know what I mean? Like whether it's Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever like the films you've mentioned have been very action based. Ethan's have been like very horror and suspense based most of the films you brought up like obviously clue was not one of them but like a lot of the films you brought up was like kind of going <laughs> into that kind of dimension so that was interesting that i just found well, that was interesting and for me like when we go into mine like i'm very comedy based like when i think about the movies like there are other films that i like to watch too for comfort films but when i think about it it's like my first instinct is to look for the laugh look for the comedy that's a that's my first instinct but i'm just saying i'm mm-hmm. just thinking like as i'm listening to you guys i'm like it's just interesting totally different types of films that we're mentioning and it's not that you, you guys don't ever look at other ones for those things um because it's always a variety but it's like just mm-hmm. the ones we're talking about right now that come to mind are yeah each one like each one of us kind of has a different genre that we seem to gravitate to for that which is interesting Mm-hmm. The best way, I, the best way I can describe it for me at the end of the day is: is the movie gonna take me on a ride? Is it gonna be a roller coaster? Is it gonna be even though I know it? Is it going to be something that entertains me, that engages me, and that puts me on these ups and downs? And like that's that to me, number one, that's what most movies should be. But just having that dynamic, having that that ride is really a good comfort, Mm -hmm. right? It's just that it's, and it's also knowing that like, like I think most of the, I don't think any of the movies that I, I think American world from London is the most downer ending out of all the movies that I've listed Mm -hmm. off. What's a downer, and then it just goes and plays a friggin' uh, the song at the end. It's like, I don't know (laughs) what I'm supposed to feel right now. (laughs) But it's, but it's like at the end of the day, it's it's just it's about that ride. And it's the fact that I know I'm going to go on this ride. I'm going to feel these emotions, but I'm still going to end safely just mm-hmm. on that list. Like, you know, when you go on a roller coaster and you go through the ride and you end safely yeah. or mm-hmm. and yes, there's just that sense of relief when you hit that station, when you hit that point, you get out of the cart and you go out your business. Mm-hmm. 
it's the same thing for me watching those familiar movies. It's the idea that, like, oh, well, I know I'm going to be safe, but I still got to enjoy this ride that I absolutely love. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, like, um, actually another, like, set of movies, I would say, are, like, like, like comfort-wise. And it's a series I, like, whenever I start, I always have to go through all of them. Um, it'd be mm-hmm. the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah. Because, like, the, the, it's weird because, like, on a whole, like, the, the sequels to Lethal Weapon are not nearly as good as the first one, and I'd argue there are stronger action well, franchises. The first one stands there. apart, really. But from the thing the I love about. Like, in tone oh, and, like, just the, like. Oh, the, the first one's, like. Yeah, 100%. Like, and, like, there are definitely, like, funnier moments in that movie, but, like, it definitely has a bit more of, like. Yeah. It, there is more of a dramatic tone to it overall, but there's definitely, like, funnier moments in it, and they ramp it up more in the sequels. But basically, to me, what those movies are, at the end of the day, through the course of four movies, and I don't know any other, like, fran- like action franchise that really, like, does this in a really core way, is, like, you see a family slowly build and come together mm-hmm. over the course of, like, four films. And, like, you see the evolution of, like, Martin Riggs and Roger Murtaugh, and how they kind of, like, they start being so at odds with each other in that first film. And then by the time you get to the fourth movie, they've influenced each other's lives so much that they're like, just these, they're just, they're literally like brothers at the end of that show. And like, it ends on that perfect note where they're like in the hospital and like, like Martin's having a kid. And then like Rogers, like he's just having a grandkid and like, it ends with them. Like, who are you guys? And like, we're family. And they take the picture and then it's just like, why can't we be friends? And then the montage, like the pictures, like it just, it's a nice feeling. It's like, they go through all this shit. At the end, they're just a big old happy family. Like, it's just really, really nice feeling. And you get to see people get shot violently throughout the whole thing. Um, (laughs) It's always a good time. It's always a good time. In movies to clarify. (laughs) In, In movies, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I enjoy the Lethal Weapon movies quite a bit for that, and like I always, I gotta watch them all the way through. I gotta see how the story ends. So fair enough, man. Yeah, fair enough. No, yeah, like, and I think like for myself personally, um, like I said, there's always different like variety of films I will go to, um, or they'll find myself watching. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I just. Like, I want to go for that nostalgia bait sometimes, too, right? Like, the Lethal Weapon series is, like, great for that. Oh, of course. Um, I love watching Jurassic Park when I need that. Or, 100%. like, Twister. Like, just these movies that I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed as a kid. That, Twister. like, are maybe a bit more, like, action-based. <laughs> um, but for me, like, myself, man, like, yeah. I just constantly find myself. Because when I'm looking for comfort, it's because it's, like... Man, life's got me down, and I just need to, like, laugh a bit. I need to forget about all the mm. shit I'm dealing with today. Yeah. And right now, whatever I'm dealing with, and I need to just laugh. For even if it's, like, ten seconds, even if it's once mm-hmm. in the damn movie, I just need to laugh. Um, so I often, oftentimes find myself going back to, like, series, like TV series as well. Um, not just films. Like, often I'll go back to mm. The Office. Like, time and time again, I'll go back to The Office because that show makes me laugh, like, mm-hmm. all the freaking time. Like, Michael Scott's, like, the most ridiculous character. Oh, yeah. But it's so freaking funny, man. So I'll go watch The Office or, like, some, like, Parks and Rec. Um, 
Another one that I like to go back to is like Mr. Bean. So I have like, the, I literally have like the Mr. Bean DVD set, man. So I'll like Classic. throw in Mr. Bean and watch him like as his shorts fall off and he's trying to get out of the swimming pool and shit like that. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. Uh, and what's your name, sir? Bean. Or he's like brushing it, like brushing his teeth. And you trying hear, to I've got the turkey on. His car and shit. And, like when he goes to church and he's falling asleep. Like I just love that stuff. <laughs> so I'm constantly, constantly going back to the things that make fish. me laugh. His goldfish. Um, anything I, like yeah, I love the it, it's the Christmas the episode stuck where he's on like, his head. Gets, yeah, yeah. The, the chicken giant. stuck on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, have you got the oh. turkey on? <laughs> like it's just so it's so weird too because like Rowan Atkinson is like one of the most like yeah. well spoken men. But, but he's, he's built so... like an entire career on just being like an inarticulate <laughs> yeah. goofball. The, 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 yeah, the exactly. silliest like, or human like being. like the Mr. Bean movie, like the first one. I really, so good. I thought that was actually pretty good. It was really, it was quite well done. The other ones weren't mm-hmm. really that good, but that first film, that first one, was pretty. Were pretty good as yeah. far as like comedy. It's pretty funny, films. yeah. Um, so I constantly find myself going back to that. Like I find myself going back to like Jim Carrey stuff. Um, especially from like the '90s, like The mm, Mask, The Mask Ace is Ventura, yep. you know, Pet Detective, shit like that, like Cable Ace Guy, Ventura. like just like those <laughs> like really. Oh yeah, I don't know if I'd call Cable Guy a comfort movie <laughs> or a comedy. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. <laughs> cable Guy, like you guess. It's oh, a horror comedy, like, it, dude. It, like, like oh god, the there's the forget the. Like that dream sequence where like he's like running down the hallways like legitimately terrifying. <laughs> Such a terrifying yeah, movie, like, but it's so know, good like, though. So like yeah. Jim Carrey stuff, but, like, like any um, like old like Robin Williams stuff, like Mrs. Doubtfire is one that I do often like. Also like to go back to for mm. comfort food because Mrs. Doubtfire just like man that that is a. F- I I can't wait for the uh, the horror movie <laughs> reboot of that by Blumhouse. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I saw that trailer. If you, if you ever like seen like, like remixed like, it as like a horror movie, yeah, someone yeah. cut. Yeah, it's like yeah, like if you really like, think about it, it that, would be kind of terrifying. Um, Hello. I just watched. Uh, I just watched <laughs> with my daughter time, the actually... other day, um, like on the weekend, freaking like Dennis the Menace, the one with mm. like Walter Mayhew and oh, God. Uh, and Christopher Lloyd was actually in that one too, or whatever. But that was like a classic one oh, that yeah. I watched with like my uncle back in the day. And we'd like bust a guy, and it was still really funny. Like I was killing myself laughing watching that thing. I fucking love Dennis the Menace, man. It was great. Walter Matthau like plays it so oh, yeah. good. Like Grumpy Old Men, like that's a great series to go back to. Oh, Grumpy like, Old Men! How have you not watched those movies growing up? I did not. Oh my god, they're so fun. Um, like, just I, I, I didn't and watch them, and man. that's how like, I didn't watch them. Watch them, yep. dude. Yeah, Burgess Meredith I'm, is in them. I'm familiar dude, with the series. Them. I just haven't seen it. Dude, watch them, though. Dude, you you know I haven't seen the mask until like four or five years, or five or six years ago. At least I'm pretty sure what it's the Burgess hell, man. Meredith. Who even are you? Who even are you? Just, I don't know. There's it's a fun, lot of like, movies I've never again, seen. Like, but this also kind of goes to our, like, our backgrounds, too, of like what we kind of grew up on, what we were raised on, the things we're just more drawn to magnetically, right? And for me, yeah, like, I'm always, like, like, I love the nostalgia stuff, like, and I love watching, like, old movies that I just really enjoy, again, Twister, Jurassic Park, whatever, um, Lethal Weapon series, but, like, 
man, I'm just way more inclined to go for the laughs. Like when I just really need some comfort food. Like it's gotta be. It's just gotta be going for those laughs. Whether it's a TV series, whether it's a film. Yeah. That's my comfort. That is my comfort when it comes to films. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I could. I and could like, totally yeah, sometimes that, I do like kind of like more like serious ones too, like um, uh, like Braveheart or like Gladiator or something. Oh hell yeah! Like those ones oh, are also pretty no. awesome. <laughs> but, oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, no I'm, I'm usually like, Braveheart's just an awesome. Aiming movie. for the laughs. Aiming for the laughs, man. Mm. Yeah, I could definitely dig that. Old Adam Sandler Sweet. stuff. Great. I don't know. There's only so much. Happy Gilmore is another one I'll watch over and over again. I love Happy Gilmore. Every time I watch it, it makes me laugh so hard. I think we even talked about this already. Who doesn't enjoy Bob Barker beating the shit out of Adam Sandler? Was it Daddy's Boy or whatever? Like that one. There's. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. Oh, Big Daddy. Um, are you thinking Big Daddy yeah, or are you Big thinking Daddy, um, Sandler? Yeah, Big Daddy. And you were thinking, yeah, you were mixing it up with That's My Boy. Daddy's Anger's, boy Anger Man. Yeah, no, the one like the older one, right? Big Daddy. Yeah, no, Big Daddy. That yeah, one's got like Big a Daddy, lot of yeah. heart in it too, and it's very funny. Like that scene where like Rob Schneider is like trying to learn how to read and he's trying to read hippopotamus and he's like hip 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 hop anonymous. <laughs> And the kids make it fun of him, and he's just getting all upset. I was like, this movie's great, man. This movie's great. Yeah, Mr. Deeds is another <laughs> good one, too. So, Dude, that's my comfort yeah. through and through. Like, nine times out of ten, I'm going for the laughs. Nine times out of ten, I'm going for the laughs. Because it makes me feel comforted. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Cool, man. No. Anything, anyone, uh, have anything else to add about uh, comfort films? Yeah. So, uh, so let us know. I yeah. guess, you know what? Now that I think about it, we didn't ask you guys any questions last episode. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just talked <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Ourselves. We apologize. Uh, let us know what are your comfort mm-hmm. films? Do you have any criteria? Do you have a specific genre that you like to go to? And do you have any specific films that you just really enjoy and like to go back to time and time again? Uh, let's uh, move on to our questions of the day. And we have two today. One from Ethan, one from Prosser. It's time you pay your rent, boys. The rent is due. Oh, my God. We're not oh going to pay. We're not going to pay. <laughs> last year's rent. Like, last year's what? rent. What in the actual F? <laughs> I know. They didn't pay rent for full they years. Like, what the and they're like, oh, we're the victims. How oh. guys been My question of the day, what's your least favorite uh, musical <laughs> scenario? Well, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> we just cut back to the vi- like the chunk about rent last time. I'll, I'll we just cut in or cut that in. Oh, oh we just man. saved so anyway, much time. Um, sorry. Uh, question no. of the day. Um, questions of the day. Not question of the uh, day. It's questions of the individual. You're welcome. Trying to, th- I'm trying to think. Yeah. Through. Oh, thanks, Matt. Um, can smell the smoke. Cause I'm trying to like, cause something like kind of 
thematically similar to what we were talking about or like something completely different it can be it doesn't have to be even remotely it's be whatever you want okay okay i got a good one oh we already asked that one so since we just talked about like movies that you find comforting and like comfort movies and all that what was the most uncomfortable viewing experience you had watching a movie Hmm, interesting. Because I have an answer. <laughs> Most uncomfortable I've ever felt watching a movie. Anything that has sex scenes that I had to watch with my parent around. That was always uncomfortable. Oh, oh, th- this one oh, time yeah. my mom actually... Can you think of a... Jesus, go back to like pornos and shit. Oh my God. This one time my mom accidentally... <laughs> yeah, I know. No, this you told this story before. Forget, did you hear that, Prosser? I guess he... Was he editing our things back then? I... But he oh, was yeah. listening back then. Yeah, one yeah. time my mom accidentally rented us a porno. It was hilarious. Very uncomfortable, but hilarious. That's not my answer. I'll think of an actual like uncomfortable... It all comes experience. back around... <laughs> No, it's fair. It was yeah. an accident, just to clarify um, everyone. Like, it wasn't yeah. intentional. She thought she was buying a kid's oh, movie of course. It was called <laughs> Jack <I> had... <laughs> Read the box, people. Read the box. This is back in like the this is back in like the go to the movie yeah. store days too. So easily confusing. Yep. <laughs> oh my boy, Matt, he's really gonna like <laughs> these buddies. This is a good family movie. We're like, what the hell are we watching? Oh, uh, they're all oh, they're just all oh, they're all just gonna sit around. And they're just they're just gonna have a real good time <laughs> Man, watching this. So funny, the first scene, this chase is getting nailed. We're all like, ah, um, <laughs> what are we watching? <laughs> uh oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Um, yeah, but no, um, because yeah, like I could go first because I do have an answer for this. Um, so, uh. Like, I, me and my dad, we do trips to Edmonton a decent amount of times. And, like, every now and again, like, if dad was feeling up to it, like, we'd go watch a movie. And he was always kind enough to let me choose what movie to watch because he, does, he doesn't Fair know what's enough. out at the time. And, like, the movie... And I had seen trailers for the movie Splice. And I was really excited for this movie. I was like, oh, oh. man, it's gonna be great. I love, like, weird, yep. weird sci-fi stuff. Like, it'll be really cool. And... Dad's like, yeah, well, let's go watch that. And then we're watching the movie, and, like, everything's pretty solid overall, you know? And then, I've if you've ever it. seen the movie Splice, you know that... Uh, spoiler alert for people who are interested in seeing Splice. At one point in the movie, the uh, weird science experiment, half-human, half-animal thing, and Adrian Brody just start <laughs> having sex. And, uh... <laughs> And then, and then, like, about, like, a little bit into this sex scene, Adrian Brody's wife pops into the room and then immediately runs out. And it's like, and I watched this scene with my father <laughs> at the theater, and it was just the most uncomfortable thing ever. <laughs> I can see it. And just, and I, and I remember, I remember he said the scene ended, and then <laughs> just, dad looks over to me, it's like, well, that happened. You're like, my um, bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. My bad. Sorry, Dad. I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It was just. 
Yeah, so that was that was fun. That was a good time. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had an uncomfortable moment watching a movie. Like <laughs> anything that gets too bad, we turn off growing up. Like like mm. we started watching Righteous Kill with Al Pacino oh, and nice. Robert De Niro, and Mom and Dad weren't expecting how many f bombs were in there. Even though it's and like that was kind of, like I was old enough that I knew and I was like, well, it was like, Robert what De Niro What were you and going Gina, in? What were you expecting? And they're guys. like, yeah, especially at that point in time. Um, yeah, and even like like my mom showed me Logan's Run when I was ten, and that had boobs in it, and that was the first time I saw boobs that you know on screen, and uh, that wasn't even that awkward because mom was just like, "Don't tell your father." I'm like, "That's okay, sure, all right." <laughs> Like, nothing really awkwarded me out. Like, the most... This is gonna sound incredibly pretentious and incredibly dumb. <laughs> the most uncomfortable move, movie viewing experiences I've had is when I've shown people Fair my enough. stuff that I've made. Mm. That's the uncomfortable feeling, even when I showed you guys Damned Rights. When I showed you the group, yeah. the group, it was so uncomfortable for me. I was just, like, constantly, like, are, are they liking it? Is oh, I know that cool? anxiety, like, yeah. Are they having fun? Like, and, like, so that, like, the, for me, it's, like, it's... Again, it's a cop out answer and it's dumb, but it's anytime I've shown people my stuff, it's That's, just it's a fair it's, answer. Like it's a viewing experience, so well, because any anytime any other movies, I've never been in a theater in an uncomfortable situation. So any other time, we've just been able to turn off the movie if it's like okay, that's weird. Yeah, yeah like that's a lame answer, but it's it's the one I got. <laughs> mm. Yep, fair enough. What do you got, Matt? Um. I think for me, if you're talking about like uncomfortable, like awkward kind of things. Um, so my mother-in-law, like this was, so this was, I think before my wife and I were married, mm -hmm. I think we were just dating or like just married, yeah. something like that. She came into town cause she was living at Winnipeg at the time. She lives here in Saskatoon now. Literally a walking distance away from us, so really yep. close. And um, so she came in town. My wife had to work nights or something. She was on the night mm. shift. So she was around during the day, kind of slept. But, like, so when my mother-in-law came in, my wife still had the Friday night shift to do. So she had to go. So then it was just, like, me and my mother-in-law. And she's like, oh, do you want to watch a movie? It's like, yeah, I guess we could watch a movie. <laughs> Even though I don't think she, again, she wasn't my mother-in-law at the yeah. time, so it was kind of just like, you're with your girlfriends, like, mom, just, it's just yeah, you two, just, just hanging chilling. out. It's like, well, this is going to be, this is going to be a fun experience regardless. <laughs> so then the movie, I can't remember they picked, but it was like, we like, decided to watch like Sausage Party. Oh, Jesus. Because I remember seeing the trailers, and I remember laughing so hard at the trailers, because the trailers were freaking mm -hmm. hilarious, man. So we're watching this thing, and like, you know, that whole movie is all about like, everything it does in the trailers and then it goes like 30 steps oh, yeah. way oh, too yeah. far you yep. know like that whole I've, movie I've seen it. like talking about like douches and the f bombs <laughs> dropping and it's like super dirty and it was just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> we were just like sitting there both like very like this is kind of <laughs> like i'm pretty sure both of us were like this is a very uncomfortable movie to be watching <laughs> together and I was just, I'm just like, um, you done with this movie? She's like, yeah, I think so. I think we made like halfway, and I was just like, I oh can't. Oh boy, I can't. You didn't even, I can't. You didn't even get to the most so awkward then, thing in that movie. 
Oh, probably not. Like we got to the part where like that thing's like I'm a douche and like yep. walking around like yep. you know. I can't remember what the part was, but it was just like the whole situation seemed like very uncomfortable. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, like uh, I could tell you having watched. And uh, then, um, I, I took a girl on a date to watch that movie, and you know what? She didn't want to hang out after that. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not surprising, dude. <laughs> honestly like that like in the trailers totally undersold like how like raunchy oh 100 like the trailers were the trailers made it look very fun mm-hmm. then you watch a movie and you're like this is yeah I've, I've not felt the need to watch that movie again since i saw it um never seen it yeah <laughs> dude don't waste your time man yeah like it's not even funny like it's just way too far it's like okay guys yep Reel it in. But if you did see it, you would understand. Like, Brosser, yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Like, it was just like, good lord, yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, went, went a little far in a couple places. And it just, uh, yeah, and again, say. you only got a half hour in. It just, it just kept stacking. <laughs> oh, no, we got like halfway through the movie, not a half oh, hour. okay. Like, the halfway point, and I think we are just like, that's yeah. it. Like, it just, just, it didn't get any better. <laughs> Caller quits, we'll go our own ways. <laughs> just, you know. But yeah, that was that was that was a comfortable viewing experience. If I have to remember that. Oh, uh, Ethan, what's your uh, question of the day there? That was a good one, Prosser. Like that one. Thank you. Made me remember things I tried to forget. <laughs> um, I need to go watch a, one of my comfort movies now. <laughs> See you guys. Yep. What's an unexpected comfort movie? What's one that you had no expectations for it and think was going to be one that you were going to like? And walked away being like oh i really like that and that makes me feel good and revisited it since i know what you're talking about yeah low expectations there was one that wasn't even that long ago either that i walked in being like this is probably gonna be not great and it was like really good i just can't remember um oh one that i walked into for sure i don't know if this is the one i'm thinking about because it wasn't really that recent, but it did happen. Um, I went to go see uh, Kingsman, yep. the first one, and I had like, I, like I hadn't watched any of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of didn't really get what it was about, and it was like, so I was kind of going in blind. So I didn't have like a lot of high expectations for it. I was like, this will probably be all right, like another spy type movie with a kid, whatever, younger guy. And then, obviously, you watch that movie, and you're, I was like, oh, my God, this movie's freaking amazing. Like, I love the first Kingsman. Oh, yeah. first I didn't Kingsman's mind great. the second one. So the second to see one the was second okay. one. Yep. I um, own it. But the first one was, like, Tight. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, that was definitely, like, a surprise film going into with, like, low expectations and not expecting a lot out of, and then just getting, like, blown out of the water. And that that's, like, honestly, probably my favorite viewing experience. Like, I wish... I could go into more films like that. Yeah. Like come in low expectations, not knowing what's going on and sit there and just like the movie happens and you're like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so glad I watched this film, but that's one of them. I don't know if it's the one I was thinking of. I feel like there was one more recent, but I can't yeah. quite put my finger on which, what that was. What about you, Prasa? Um, yeah. Cause specifically like in reference to like comfort movies, like, um, this might get a little heavy. I don't know. Um, basically, uh, around 2014, 
my grandma, like, my grandma had passed away at this point. And I, like, it hit me pretty hard, like, big family. Uh, it was thing your fir- and all first that. major family loss. Yeah. So, like, oh, okay. that had happened, and, like, I came, I'd come back. I can't remember if the funeral had happened at this point or not, but, like, Guardians of the Galaxy had just come out. And I was, like, we were really excited to go and see that movie. Like, very excited to go and see it. Sit down in the theater, ready to, like, yo, sit down and have a laugh because the trailers looked funny and all that. And literally, the first scene of that movie is Peter with his mom in the hospital. And, like... So literally the first five minutes of this movie, it hits me right in the gut and I'm like crying my eyes out in the friggin' theater. I was just like, oh my God, this isn't what I did right now. But like that movie to me has a very special place in my heart because it, it kind of helped me come to terms with the loss of my grandmother yeah, and it's it's a movie that I watch and I'm I'm happy when I watch it now. Like like it's a funny movie and there's like there's a lot of other stuff that goes into Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously. And like I love the characters. Like it's just a really solid movie. But like well, even that the double whammy of the ending at the ha- uh, at the very end where oh my god, the, the yeah, Peter take my hand thing. Like... Yeah, the like yeah the Peter take my hand thing. Like it got me again at that point. Yeah. And I was just like so like that movie literally like hit me so hard where I live. And then three years later, Guardians 2 comes out. Yes. And hits you in the feels again. Yep. Yep. And that's all like dad and like Guardian films are so damn special, man. Oh, but they're so good. They've always come out when he's specifically needed them and it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Like, but like, um, but yeah, no. So like that, like those are movies like I could rewatch the Guardians of the Galaxy movies like, yeah, pretty much any time, but like they they do hold a very special place in my heart, and I didn't think they would based on the trailers, but no, they got a very solid emotional core to them. So, yeah, sorry if that. Dude, I get... love your freaking answer, man. That's such a good answer because I'm totally on the same page. Like, other than like the whole you know emotional stuff, like your grandma dying, like because that mm. like I didn't experience that part. Like now I'm jealous. I'm like, oh damn, I wish I would have remembered that. Because I do remember going to see Guardians of the Galaxy and having zero expectations. Because I know, I, I had no idea who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Yeah, and the I don't think anybody did. Okay. Like, just, unless you're I like, had, I had zero clue, and like, like they're my I favorite. Had no idea. Mm-hmm. They're my favorite no Marvel idea. movies, like straight and, up. Like so, I expected z- literally zero. I was like, I was going in kind of how I'm looking at Eternals right now. Like Marvel has done pretty well so far. They've kind of earned my blind trust at least check this out yeah so i'm gonna go check this out even though i know nothing about it no exactly um and then when that first scene happens in guardians man like that hit so hard and at that point i was like you guys locked me in i'm in Mm. i remember sitting there being like well i'm locked into this movie now like i'm totally into it like i wasn't like i had no feelings going in the first five minutes i was so into that film i was ready to go and well, that whole movie was just an up and down roller coaster the whole mm-hmm. time. Like they made 100%. you feel things that whole experience. Um, I loved it, man. I yeah. agree. One well, literally, like I'm pretty yeah. pretty much. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, but like pretty much all of the uh, like the soundtrack as well. Like also like oh yeah, was, it was pretty much like the soundtrack of my childhood because those were all songs that like my mom would play, just like. 
She loved that era of music, so, like, I pretty much knew all of the songs in the first Guardians movie before, like, the movie even came out. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was just another, like, little thing of, like, connecting with that film. It's like, oh, man, I, I like, I l- listened to this stuff when I was, like, super young, and, like, yeah. I, I connected with it, and then, like, again, like, how that connects to Peter's character and, like, how... Like, things, like, he's not able to let go of, and ultimately he has to move on, you know? Yeah. Like, in order to grow. Like, it's it's just, ah, it's so well done. They're so good. Like, yeah, man. Anyway, yeah, like, yeah. Hopefully that didn't get too heavy for you guys. I know I kind of went into it, but, like. Hardly. I thought it was a good story. Cool. And I liked your answer. I'm like, that's a good answer. I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take that really emotional, personal thing for you and be like, yes, that was also me, but not the emotional, <laughs> personal part. <laughs> Just yeah. the surprise of it all. Just all like good, man. Yeah, but yeah, was. 100%, man. It hit hard. It hit hard. Ethan, your <laughs> turn, buddy. I don't have anything to follow that. I'm done. I tap out. <laughs> that's that's. I don't. There's no point in me giving an answer. It's not even fair. I'm sorry. It's like, it's like I'm sorry. Oh yeah, this movie. I went and saw and I liked it. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty oh, good. Yeah, it that was, was great. And I didn't think it would be. <laughs> Basically, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like having to do stand up comedy like after Eddie Murphy. It's like, well, I'm here. So, <laughs> well, are you guys ready to be massively disappointed? <laughs> Who wants to see the other guy? Back Are you up. guys yeah. having a fun time so far? Because you're both massively disappointed. <laughs> uh, my my oh, answer is shit. Ready Player One. I pretty much had zero expectations going into that, and it's one of my yeah. favorite films of the decade, if not like of all time. Like Ready Player One was friggin' solid, man. I wasn't expecting you to just be fan servicey and a mess, and yeah, it's turned into even like with the second book and reading the first book and all that stuff too it's become like one of my favorite franchises so that that was one just kind of like it caught me off guard because i was like oh it's just gonna be a bunch of movie references and and it was a lot more like i haven't even seen it yet i still have to go sit down and see that dude i watched darkest hour for you matt (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i had to bug you for like almost a freaking year guy (laughs) and i respected your i respected your personal boundaries and you haven't watched the movie i recommended you also recommended like 12 other ones i i did watch yeah because you need to watch good movies have you guys seen that movie oh Mm. Oh, yeah it's great freaking amazing i wanted to see it for like such a long time Mm. i just never got a chance but then i saw it was on amazon prime and i was like hell yeah (laughs) and it was i was like Oh my god, this movie. You know why I threw that chair at you? You know why I threw that chair at you, Matt. What's that? Matt, don't look over there. Is there a Snickers bar over there? Mars bar. Is there a Mars bar? You're gonna quote quote it, quote it right. God, I need to rewatch Whiplash. There's no Snickers. There's no Mars bar down there. There's no Mars bar down there. What are you looking at? Oh, yeah. (laughs) J.K. Simmons was like so savage in that movie. It was so. Were you rushing or were you dragging? You should actually, you should look up, if you haven't seen it, the Weird Al parody of it. Oh, yeah. Is it good? He did a he did a parody of hit. Yeah, it's just College Humor did it with him where they just cut Weird Al talking to G or J.K. Simmons and it's oh. just it's hilarious. Yeah. Nice. No man, like yeah, J.K. Simmons is a goddamn gem. Yeah. He's so good. I think and people like, like love him for like certain roles, but I think he's like underrated like overall as a performer oh, and not 100%. just like a, like not just J. Jonah Jameson. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, have you seen, um, have you seen Palm Springs? No, I haven't. So, like, he's in it, and, like, it's not, like, a massive role, but he is fantastic in it. Like, 
He has like a very like pretty small role, things considered, but like he's really good in that mm-hmm. movie. Um, yeah, no, J.K. Simmons is solid. He's like, scary again, as hell too, man. I'd be scared. I'd be like, shit, buddy. <laughs> like, I love. Oh man, like and like he was like he was a bit upset that the like the photo got took off the way it did, but like there's that photo that came out when like he was like like it was a photo of him at the gym like oh, yeah. pumping iron and his like arms look freaking like just ripped as hell yeah. yeah and people are like oh my god he's he's getting ripped to play uh, james gordon it's just like it, dude's wearing a trench coat the whole movie like i'm sure he just works out guys yeah like, like that's just his thing yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah, like, like why would uh, he need work out to be james gordon man like james i gordon mean again does, it's a Zack snyder movie so like movie. everybody had to be ripped <laughs> Gary Oldman's the only James Gorn who I've seen really do anything. Like you think about like the old Batman movies too. It's like uh He's just a Tim Burton one. It's like he just shows up and like bah, 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 stop. Like he doesn't although, do anything there. Although my favorite joke that came out of that was like clearly he's playing Jim Gordon and it was J Y M. That's pretty Gordon. good, actually. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, man. So a little bit of a shorter episode for you guys as folks, seeing as uh, last week we did like, you know, an extended one this week. We're just going to keep it a little bit shorter, but that's OK. Hope you guys enjoyed our discussion here on uh, comfort videos and films that make us feel comforted. Maybe a little guilty after who knows. <laughs> <laughs> wrap bring it back around bring it back. oh my god <laughs> wrap, wrap it <laughs> up yeah. gonna fill that bring bowl of cereal right up <laughs> is this milk like, everything you say <laughs> after you guys are right you guys are right everything you say after you say that sounds dirty as hell <laughs> so it's like <laughs> yep you know what you go, fair enough it's a real nice bowl of cereal i've yeah, made your yeah. point uh, see again mm. as soon as you say it it's like oh damn anyway those are our comfort films. What are your guys' comfort films? Do you have a criteria? Again, let us know down below. And your questions of the day. Which movie did you go into expecting nothing and got so much out of? And uh, I can't remember. What was the second question? <laughs> uh, what's your uncomfortable movies? Oh, yeah. What's your uncomfortable movies? That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, let us I know. I guess Hard Candy would have fallen down on that too. Below. Uh, thanks, Prowser, for joining us for the last two episodes here. As always, it's yeah, been course, a man. pleasure having you around. I've enjoyed it. Ethan's like, don't bring him back. But then Ethan keeps inviting him, so I'm not really <laughs> It seems like you guys I'm have like... sorry. Kind of, it's He's here. Feels like you guys have a complicated relationship that I just... <laughs> don't touch me. Um... <laughs> don't fully understand. That's okay. Um, no, man. Like, it's always a fun time to come in here and like bullshit with you guys for a couple hours. Yeah. Um, Laugh yeah, pretty hard. Talk, talk some movies. No, oh, it's a really good time. <laughs> As Ethan makes fun of you. you How do you, you live with this guy? I have no idea. I, I, don't I have know. no He's idea. Okay. I don't know so myself. Prosser <laughs> <Yeah>, like, <laughs> must be like the most patient person in the world. I'd be like, God damn no, it. He's, just, he's no. just really dumb. Dial up has See, taught me patience. <laughs> Like, how do you live with this guy? Unbelievable. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Stockholm He's Syndrome. all right. He's yeah. all right. He's all right. He's I'm, all just right. Playing. I'm, yeah. just I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, Prosser, tell the good folks where they can find you here. Well, you can find me on Instagram at that J Prosser. Um, you can find me on YouTube 
under my name, Jesse Prosser. And uh, you can find Ethan and I's film Damned Rights at realhouse.org. Go there, buy it, rent it. Any support is greatly appreciated. Cool. Ethan, where can the good folks find you? If they even want to at this point. He's mocking Prosser. You guys can't see him. We need to get video up in this podcast here. Uh, Pro- Prosser was also mocking me just now, and I didn't even say anything yet. Just... <laughs> to... I thought he was mocking a gorilla. I was confused. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought he was mocking a penguin. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> no, no, like the penguin. <laughs> yeah, because y- you look like the penguin. Oh, we got some lightning up in here. Oh, good. Maybe the storm made it over there. It stopped over here right now. Wait for it. Wow. Apparently we're getting no thunder. Too far away. Too far away. All lightning, no thunder. All love, no thunder. (laughs) Very nice. Um, (laughs) You can find me at Ethan R. Hill uh, Instagram. You can find me at Ethan R. Hill on YouTube. And you can find our movie where Prosser said, go check it out. Easy peasy. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, you can find me on any podcast app here. If you type in A Feast of Films, you're going to find it. So come check out our podcast because you've already (laughs) checked it out. But check it out again and follow us wherever that app you're listening to. I think we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, literally everything. We're most places. Like anywhere you go, you're going to be able to find this delicious feast of films that we put together for you guys every week. But also you can find me on my other podcast, uh, gaming night radio go check it out it's all about uh gaming and you know and, uh, celebrating gaming and you know different reviews opinions discussions uh but also calling out the bullshit in the gaming industry because i think that's a really important thing that we need to just start doing more and more nowadays because they're pushing it a little too far they're pushing it mm. a little too far so that, that's one of the topics you know things we talk about as well so come check that out it's actually a pretty fun time i'm enjoying it and uh, especially with the uh, E3, I'm just trying to think. When are we putting this podcast out? Um, Two Mondays. E3 coming up soon. No, it's past. No, it's coming up. No, it's past. It's coming up. No, it's past. Because this last episode came out one Monday. So E3 was just literally this weekend. Actually, it's still kind of going on right now. So, yeah, you definitely head on over to the Find uh, Gaming Nights because we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of things, E3 as well. So, lots of fun happening. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's where you can find me right now. Uh, Anything else, gentlemen? No. Nothing good. Perfect. Again, it was great having you around, Prosser. Thanks again, Ethan, as always, hanging out. Having a great chat about films. Yarp. Of course. Fun times, man. Fun times. That's Nar- another. That's a good. Nar- that's a great comfort film as well. Hot, Hot fuzz. fuzz. Yeah, fantastic. Oh my god! I never brought up Hot Fuzz. <laughs> Hot Fuzz was in two thousand five, was it? No. No. Wait. I think it's two thousand four. Wait, wasn't Tron of the Dead two thousand five? No. I think we already did. We already talk about Hot Fuzz one other. No, episode? Hot Fuzz was two thousand seven. Yeah. So wasn't Tron of the Dead two thousand five? No. I don't think so. No, I didn't see. Oh my that god. Either. Maybe two. No, it was the same year Dawn of the Dead, so two thousand four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, that's it for us, guys. We will see y'all next week, next time, and uh, have a great week. We will see you back here pretty soon. See you later, guys. Have a good week, everybody. So long. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Yee-hee.
Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Seasons of love. love. And I'm gone. <laughs>